And we're back. Thank you guys for sticking with us. But getting ready to hit you guys with some fight talk. And uh, this week we didn't have any UFC this week, unfortunately. Well, last weekend, rather. But um, we're definitely going to make up for it this weekend because this weekend is, of course, the next UFC pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It's UFC 267, I think. 264, sir. 264. We're jumping the gun here. Yeah. UFC 264, and of course, that's Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier 3. You know that? You know, probably one of the most anticipated fights for the year so far. Um, Of course, these guys fought twice already. Conor won the first one. Uh, Poirier won the second one. Both won via knockout. Both won via knockout, you know, pretty decisively. So it's... It's one-on-one. One. Both guys wanted to do it again. UFC said, yeah, we like money. Let's do it again. But um, this one's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because I have, uh, of course, you know, me being probably one of the most con- biggest, biggest Conor fans on island, maybe. Being the Conor McGregor, you know, fanboy that I am. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm heavy, heavy into Conor McGregor. And at first, when this fight was announced, I was like, you know, sure, I, I get it and everything, but going based off of Conor for his last two fights, I was like, mm. probably going to be the same result. Yeah. But that was my thought. Before we jump into that card and all its greatness, because there's a lot of notable fights on there that definitely want to check this one out from top to bottom. Okay. Let's kind of go into some, uh, some more, I guess, UFC news and kind of what's been going on because I think when we ended the last pod, last fight talk, we literally ended with breaking news of Derek Lewis versus Cyril mm-hmm. Gaon for the interim belt, and we were all confused and trying to figure out why they're in it. Why is there an interim belt? What happened to Derek Lewis? Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou. Um, all that being said, uh, we have a little more answers for you this time around. Yeah, uh, actually, a lot more answers. Um, I think I um, I mentioned um, the YouTuber Jesse on fire before uh, when it comes to the Diego Sanchez and uh, um, Joshua Fabia thing, and he, he kind of broke some news, and I kind of broke, and I kind of said on this podcast, but this guy seems to get all the scoop. So I guess there you there you have it. You have one of our our insiders there, but he he he's got some info on this one mm-hmm. that. Interests me. He, he he put out two videos, and one being about the information as it regards to what happened with the Francis Ngannou and Derek Lewis deal. Okay. Uh, for, apparently, with that one, that fight kind of fell off because. Well, first off, to, to understand what's going on here is that Francis Ngannou. From all his hardships, from like it's it's well documented how how tough he had things growing up and everything. And one of his major goals in life was to be the undisputed heavyweight boxing champ of the world, like most world's most dangerous man. You know, it's, it's, it's well documented. You know, once you're the heavyweight champion in boxing, you're you know you're you know he always regarded that you know as you know being the best. Of course. His career took many different paths. He ended up in MMA, blah, blah. So 
essentially what's 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 preventing the Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou deal is because Francis kind of wants to go box, wants to go wants to go box. He wants to complete his his lifelong dream. You know, that's, that's, that's still his lifelong dream. And obviously when when you're under contract with the UFC, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Unless you're Conor McGregor. Unless you're Conor McGregor. So it's like, you know, as Jesse on Fire puts it, like if you watch, he he, he actually, I gotta go look back and watch the video because he quoted, um, well not quoted, but he um he gave a, a video to go look at, which which kind of documents Francis Ngannou's life. It was like a documentary made of it that kind of ha- has all the information, like how he was brought up, and he's like, you know, you can't watch that documentary. And not let him go box. He said he, he feels that he, he doesn't think Dana White, Dana White has watched it, and he feels Dana White needs to go watch it <laughs> because you can't watch that documentary and not, not let him want to do it. Like it's, it's it's a victory for humanity, letting Francis go fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it, it, you just have to do it. And, and I, I I haven't seen the documentary, but I guess I, I you know how he how he puts it. I'm like, damn, I gotta go watch the documentary now. He sells you on it. Huh? He sell he sold me on it. That and, and if you know anything about this guy, he, you know he's a he's a pretty he's he's a he's a pretty macho guy. So he's not into fields and all that kind of stuff. So you know for for him to say that, you know, for me kind of holds some weight. So you're looking at that, that. This is this is what's holding up that fight. I guess they want to go boxing. They I mean I guess they saw what happened with Conor McGregor and they're like, hey, you know, if you can do it for this guy, you can do it for us. Mm-hmm. And that's a fair argument, you know. You know, there, there's. Anything can happen under the sun, you know. What I mean, there's there's, there's mm-hmm. room for everything and anything to happen. It's a matter of how, you know, because I'm sure how, with, with going to play out, yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure with the Conor McGregor deal, and you know, I'm sure the UFC made money on that as well too. And there's no reason why they can't. It's not like it, it hurts their brand, you know. I mean, if he loses, it does, but you know, there's there's a lot of things in play here. You know, what I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. I, I I I can't say what's the right or wrong answer. I can't say that they should do it or they shouldn't do it. Um. I don't know, you know, all the business ends. But apparently that's what's preventing him from signing a new deal because apparently he has one fight left under his contract. And that's what's preventing him from signing a new deal is the fact that he wants to go box as well. Like, I think I guess he wants to do both. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, he- I haven't heard from his mouth, you know. But one thing I will say, um, Dana White did come out and, you know, he, he kind of started trashing. He, he never trashed Francis. He never bad talked Francis. He mm-hmm. bad talked Francis' management. Yep. Which. Yeah. Which I've never really heard him do per se. One. Which. Tells me that a lot of what Jesse on fire said is true. And two, it, it shows me that. Francis is doing the right thing. Or I guess his management, because I mean, maybe he doesn't have all the the, the the business acumen, but his management is definitely doing the right thing. In that, when it comes to negotiating, and and, and Jason Fire said it as well, like you don't want to put the UFC in a position where they have to be forced to pay you more money because you're out in the public saying you're asking for more money. Because that never goes. That never goes well. Never. And. Like he said, and it makes sense because it, once you go on record saying you want more money and the UFC pays you more money, now every other fighter is going to try to do the same thing. And that one time that they caved in is going to cost them way more money overall. Mm-hmm. 
But Francis never did that. Francis never come out and said he wants more money. That, that has never been done. That he that, that he hasn't done that. So when it comes to negotiating, they're doing all the right things. It seems like. But mm-hmm. I, I think where the 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 hiccup is, I guess, maybe for the first time, Dino is not. He's not winning this negotiation. You know, things are not in the UFC's favor. Yeah, not going his way. So you know. There's, there's, I mean, again, there's, there's, who are we? There's, there's, there's a lot of things that play here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of information that we're receiving and trying to make sense of. So, that's kind of that. I bring me to the point of you know when they did when now that they're announcing that Cyril Gunn will be fighting Derek Lewis for an interim belt. It's their way of is the UFC way of kind of trying to undermine Francis's belt. You know, in the event that he doesn't sign. And the reason it's not the official belt is because they, I guess, they're still holding on to hope that he does sign. They're doing an interim belt. Well, they, they can't, they can't just strip him for you know. It has to be like at least a year before they can strip him. So, oh, there is that too, yeah. So maybe they're already moving in that direction because he has apparently the end. Of, his contract ends in twenty twenty two, and he has one more fight on that deal. So the UFC has a year to give him one more fight. There you go. They could legit hold out until the whole year, until the last fight, to reunite the belts and gamble that way. Or they could just not give him a fight, let let the whole year play out without him getting a fight, and his contract is over at that point. And he's with a year of Francis not being in the spotlight, not being toted as a heavyweight champion. You know, people start to forget kind of thing. You know, what have you done for me lately? Kind of thing. It gives him enough time to build up a new star. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? Yep. And I think that's what the UFC is trying to do right now, especially with Cyril Gan. You know, he, he, he Cyril Gan is hitting his strides now and is you know making some waves. But Cyril Gan is no Francis Ngannou. Nope. This is my problem. Cyril Gan is no Francis Ngannou. So, yeah, that's kind of what's going on there with that picture. So, I hate to see it because Francis Ngannou is a world beater and he, he deserves all the money. I, I don't. And again. I don't think money's an issue in this in this this one. Money isn't the issue for this fight. I don't think so. Because, I mean, the the writing's on the wall where Francis Ngannou can make a lot of money right now, with or without the UFC. Yeah, the writing's on the wall. Because he could easily go to boxing and make, as Jesse on fire puts it, he can, he can make twenty million easily, going to boxing. So the UFC contract has to be somewhat comparable to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure UFC understands that, and they. They undoubtedly is going to pay him. They're, they're going to pay him because I think he's worth. He's definitely worth the money. You, he, he, he. Francis Ngannou puts asses in seats without question. I think where the disconnect is the fact that he wants to go to box. He wants to go to boxing. So he wants to go to boxing with or without the UFC. If the UFC is going to be is going to be smart, there, the as well. He's going to do it with or without you. I think. Before long, we are going to see Francis Ngannou in boxing. It's, it's, it's not a question. Of, there's, no, there's no question about it. He is going. Is he going as the UFC champion? Or is he just going as a number one contender in boxing? It's, 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 it's entirely up to the UFC at this point. Yeah. He's doing it with or without. He, Francis Ngannou is right now the first fighter that is in a favorable position when it comes to negotiating with the UFC. And there's... It's kind of nothing they can do about it in a sense. It's, it's really nothing they can do about it. You're, you're, you're the hop on board or you get left behind. 
Uh, personally, I would prefer to see him go with the UFC because that's what that's that's who built him. You know what I mean? I want to see Dana White take on more of a uh, forget the business side of things, take a more of a human aspect of him. Like you know what? I'm with you, Francis. Mm-hmm. You're my guy. I'm going to take care of you. This is what we're going to do. Plan the whole thing out. You know, it could be a whole media thing, you know. UFC taking on boxing again, you know what I mean? Well, he's never been a big fan of that anyway. Because it, it never played it never played in his favor, not one time. And it, it, in, the, in this, it, I understand that, you know. Maybe, maybe, not, maybe not play it up too big like that, like how I was just saying it. But go with it, man. Just, 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 just go with it. Make your money. You still have you still have the UFC. I don't think it's gonna affect. It. Well, I mean, to the casuals, I could see why you know, you don't want to do that because it could you know look bad for the UFC. UFC starts losing, make it looks like boxing is superior than UFC. I, I understand all that that whole side of it, but at the same time, I mean, it's Francis Ngannou. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of money to be made. Mm-hmm. I think the mo- the amount of money you can make with Francis boxing makes up for. Whatever fallout you have if he loses, if he goes to boxing, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I see trying to see he's tired of seeing his product get diminished. I guess. I mean, because it's, it's, I mean, because people, the casuals that don't know fighting is gonna look at it and you know, if UFC fighters keep losing the boxers, they're gonna always think that boxing is better than UFC, which is not because, you know, if boxers come over to UFC, the same thing happens. Yeah. But I think Francis is skilled enough that he 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 could make the transition and. Because he is a striker, he, he could. All he has to do is land. So there is that. And boxers, especially in the heavyweight division, don't they're not you know that good at yeah, footwork. And, sound. Uh, except except if you're Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson Fury is definitely. That, I mean, that would be a very dangerous fight for him. I think. I don't think Francis would win that fight, honestly. Well, <laughs> again, it depends. He just have to land. So I mean, if he, if he can clean up his boxing and he can, he could definitely do it. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, there's that. I really love the UFC. The UFC just help a brother out. <laughs> it would be nice. But uh, you know the news. I guess we could get back on the card now. Yeah. How how's this card shaping up? This card, uh, I must say, I like it a lot because there's a lot of. A lot of upcoming fights I like on here. So, start off with it. Well, the early prelims, not a whole lot there, but you do have Jennifer Meyer, who recently fought for the belt, fought for the belt mm-hmm. against Jessica I. So this is definitely a title eliminator again for yeah. Jessica I. Yeah, let's see where both girls are at and see how things pan out for them. It kind of it kind of shows what's going on with the, the flyweight division. Kind of it's it's going to set the ground, even though it is an early prelim. It's you know a little disrespectful there, but. <laughs> You know, it does set the precedent for you know. It's a it's, it's the it's the premier fight on the early prelims. We call yeah. it that. All right, and then you have Omari Akhmedov, you know, against Brad Tavares, another great fight on there. Um, this Russian guy, I've seen him fight before. Zumagulov. I've seen him fight before, if I remember correctly. This one, uh, Jerome Rivera, who's Jerome Rivera, I think is from the Contender Series as well. Yeah, I remember him. So that's gonna be a very interesting fight. So early, you know, in the early prelims, you have some good fights. And this this card is, of course, the Conor McGregor versus Justin Poirier fight. 
that's coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then you have some, you have Ryan Hall finally getting a fight. You know, he he's he's been anyone who knows Ryan Hall knows he is probably super, one of the premier featherweights. Super dangerous, super dangerous grappler, but just doesn't get fights. Either he gets pulled off for injury or People something happens. Yeah, it's it's an, a number of things. You know, but he's finally getting a fight here, and he's fighting a top rated guy, a ten and zero guy. So that's. So that's gonna, that should be a good one. Uh, in uh, Ilya Tapuria. Should be an interesting fight. And then the, this probably going to be fight of the night right here. Nico uh, Price. Nico Price versus Michael Pereira. Of course, Michael Pereira is that crazy Brazilian that does flying everything, flipping everything. A lot of flashy stuff. Um, has been known to gas out doing all that. He's like, showing reserve in his... He's showing his, better, yeah. He's mm-hmm. been better. But all that flesh stuff is why we want to see him fight, actually. So, And against Nico Price, who is, you know, a scrapper. He's going to give it everything. This is going to be a very exciting fight. Yep. Actually, I, I think they should have switched these two. I think that should have been the... Pre, that should have been the I, I think they're kind of banking that maybe Prayer might do something stupid. And they didn't put him in the premiere fight. In the, the, the featured fight. The, of the featured prelims. fight for the prelims. Which is going to be Carlos Condit against Max Griffin, which... Max Bang Griffins and Carlos Condit, you know, it's this is going to be a welterweight. And, and both fights are welterweight fights, so we could see the winner of each of these fights fighting each other in the future. Most definitely. That could be a setup for that. Um, but yeah, Max Bang Griffins versus Carlos Condit, that's going to be a scrappy, scrappy contest between welterweights. Who knows? I mean, Carlos Condit, he's he's, 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 he's shown to still have it. Yeah, he's, 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 starting, to, he's starting to come back, and I, I like yeah. that. But Griffin's no joke. Nope. So that's going to be interesting. And then, of course, you have Sean O'Malley, which his original opponent, um, mm-hmm. Smoker, fell out. Fell out. And um, I must say, I don't like how the way UFC handles it. A lot of controversy on this one, yeah. It feels like they're kind of protecting Sean O'Malley still, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to. I mean, they want I to, see that. They're still trying to build him up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Trying to make sure that he's, he's good and all that, but. Because, yeah, his. Um, he definitely... There was a number of people that were clamoring to fight him. And and all, all of them were better fights. All of them were better fights. And because of the short noticeness of it. And because there was, those are all, all more dangerous opponents. Yeah, the UFC just... They they decided to go with uh, a non-ranked guy. Yeah. So. Chris Montaño. So, Martin Montaño. Yeah. Whatever it is. But, um, yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, What's her name is fighting too? Irina Dana, who's supposed to be fighting for a title sometime, but mm-hmm. she she lost her contender fight. So, but I think she's 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 been on a come up though. She's someone to look out for. Um, against Yana Kunitskaya, which is gonna be an interesting fight. And Taito Ivasa is also fighting Greg Hardy. It's gonna be super that's, interesting. Yeah, that's that's gonna be an interesting fight. That's 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 one I'm gonna definitely want to look out for as well. Get a chance to see where both guys are at. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's gonna be a. A telling fight. Then Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That's that's gonna be an interesting fight for me because um, Burns coming off of his loss, championship loss, you know. Yeah, of course he's gonna be coming back to to you know show that he's still you know still got it, still a contender. And then Stephen Thompson wants to prove that he is a contender. Yeah. So um, I don't know how I feel about this one. 
I, I would say I feel like Team Wonderboy Thompson has been he's been asking for a title fight for a long time you know he's been mm-hmm. trying to say like he's the only guy that hasn't fought Usman everyone else already has but that's, that's not the way to go about it I no you, 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 gotta, you gotta earn it sir you gotta earn it yeah you gotta win it you gotta win and get your way up there you mm-hmm. gotta just talk yourself into mm-hmm. a title 100%. fight 100% so. if he wins this one though definitely he's he's up there yeah so he definitely has to to win this one can't can't misstep on this one because if he does then all that goes out the window so all that talk yep we'll see uh, we'll see what comes of it and then of course then of course the main event uh, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier which we started with mm-hmm. um, definitely really interesting um, considering the approach of the last fights like I said before um, it may seem like it's going to be the same result but this time I think this is uh, it's going to be a different Conor the whole, uh, the whole vibe has changed from the last fight seeing as though the last fight you know they're very friendly mm-hmm. but some things happen in between then that kind of has them you know not so friendly mm-hmm. talking about the things with, you know with, with the with the charity stuff yeah and you know there's been some talks you know both guys are starting to say you know, you know what they're gonna do to each other and all that mm-hmm. so there's a little bit more of a bad blood than it did last time all the fun stuff all the fun stuff that we, we you know we love um interesting things i don't know if you've watched the, the countdown but um connor didn't do any interviews he was they use a lot of old connor footage and a lot of old you know footage for both of them dustin did an interview interesting no connor Connor is completely he's taking this fight very seriously apparently and because he's in the position he's in I guess he you know one of those guys that you know he can do whatever he wants I noticed that he wasn't you know interesting there wasn't no new Connor interview or anything during this because he is he hasn't been he isn't doing any interviews because you know, usually he would do some interviews some you know mm-hmm. different things this fight he's shut all that down hmm not doing anything until the media day um, on Thursday where they have the press conference. Okay, looking forward to that now, huh? Yep. It's going to be interesting. So Connor is definitely taking this fight seriously. He actually moved out to California to train for this fight. He's been away from his family family for a couple of weeks now. Okay. No family, no nothing. All right. Just lockdown. Threw up a, a training uh, you know, facility. Got houses for him and all his team, of course, because, you know, baller like that. And apparently, like, uh, you know, because, you know, he has that Conor McGregor fast um, thing. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but that's kind of his training program that he's he's put out. It's been out for a couple of years now that he, he does or whatever. It's like a, you know, training thing. Um, but he's, you know, promoting it and, you know, he's doing it too or whatever. And, you can know, you can sign up for it or whatever. I was... I almost did it, but you know <laughs> the fanboy. But but, but but apparently it's been pretty cool because um, he has like a you know like a wall in this facility mm-hmm. that he just threw up that all the everyone that's training on the app, you know, they, I guess they can send him messages or whatever. Or they, mm-hmm. So he sees everyone that's you know using it and you know they, you know the message and they they just got done doing this training or whatever and you know he comments on it and everything. And I, it, it was pretty dope that's interesting gives you access to Conor McGregor he's like oh and he sees you working he's you know he's shouting you out and all that so yeah he hasn't he's not doing any interviews and anything but you know but but he's definitely locked down for this fight like I said before away from family away from everybody 
Definitely been doing nothing but MMA. He says, he says, no, not boxing. It's strictly MMA. So you guys want an MMA? You're definitely going to get it this time around, which is his words. So the way he has been promoting, or the way that he found, I guess, to start promoting, I guess, this his fight and thing. Connor has uh, discovered Instagram Live. <laughs> so he did his first live sometime last week. And it was uh it was kind of interesting. He was just you know, just turned on his live and you know, just started reading out some of the messages. He was shouting out people, you know, that was you know, mm-hmm. showing him love and all that stuff. And it, it was it was interesting seeing Connor like it, it showed you a different side of Connor because he, he definitely seemed more human. And you're seeing the more like Connor like, behind all the you know, behind the scenes Connor, if you will. Mm-hmm. It was very different for me anyway. Um. I'm gonna be being a Connor fan. It was very, very different. You know, seeing him more, you know, laid back, more, you know, humanized, more human, yeah, more human. But he seems very focused. You know, he's talking about his training sessions. You know, he just got done. You know, because for the first beginning of it, it was, it was about sixteen, twenty minutes long or something like that. For the first couple of minutes, you know, for the first good bit of it, he's just, just like looking at the screen, reading, just like, reading all the comments, just kind of like. Laughing to himself and you know, saying thank you for the support and all that. He was he wasn't really saying much. Mm. Then he started talking about you know yeah you know he's doing his, you know, his training or whatever. He just got done his last day of sparring and you know, all that stuff. Kind of talking talk, talk about some of the stuff he's doing. And uh, yeah, one thing I did notice that was very different about Connor is uh, his teeth. Got some veneers in now. Got the interesting. Got new teeth. Mm, I hope he doesn't lose them. <laughs> yeah, I think someone mentioned it. In there, um, said oh, yeah, he got a good gum shooter, but yeah, he got he got some, kind of got some new chompers. They're obviously pearly white. I mean, <laughs> they, 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 they don't look that that different. Like, cause some some veneers can be pretty bad. Obviously, with kind of mm-hmm. money, you know, you're gonna get the good ones. So, so you got them done in Dubai. So, but um, yeah, people talking about his teeth. They're not that noticeable, obviously, but they're they're they're. I was like. Did he, you know, whiten his teeth or like I couldn't tell some of the cop, but oh yeah, got some new teeth, which you know everyone's doing nowadays. It's the in thing. Yeah, get you some teeth. Got 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 enough money, so you can do it. So, but yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. You know, he's been away from his family, and even D Devlin, um, mm-hmm. his girlfriend jumped on the live, and so yeah, he, he's. When oh, she jumped, when oh she, she jumped on like oh like okay I got you yeah because she's she's not even yeah she's not there with she's him. not there with him it's very different you know mm-hmm. she's she's there and you know mm-hmm. kids are there and everything nope no D no kids nothing he's focused on this one it's gonna be interesting <sighs> man I kind of I don't know I, it's uh that's that's interesting but yeah yeah it definitely sounds like because it's like okay he's definitely not the kind of the last time you know mm-hmm. just laid back you know mm-hmm. chill. And he's a little bit, uh, a little bit upset. You know, some, some things that Poirier said. You know, so he's like, he's, he's definitely gonna pay for some of the things he said. So Connor's, but yeah. you know, it also comes out. You're also, he could also be setting himself up for a, a higher pedestal to fall off of. You know what I mean? There, there is that too. There is that too because Dustin Poirier is taking this fight also very, very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, given the countdown and the footage that we saw, saw of that and the interview he did. He's uh he's not sparing any expense either. He's taking his fight very very seriously, and he wants to knock out Connor again. He wants to stop him again. That, that, that's his goal, and he's he's definitely sticking to it. He wants to 
you know, that's what he intends to do. So, poor yeah, it's going to be interesting. Poor is in a good position mm-hmm. in that, you know, he's going to be, he's setting himself up to be kind of like Nate, did, what, what, kind of what Nate did, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fight Connor back to back, get that big payday, it definitely builds your brand. And then, like, after those two kind of fights, Nate Diaz was, could do whatever he wanted. Yep. And I think Poirier is kind of putting himself in that same position, too, which, mm-hmm. is, which is good for him because, you know, he's not a guy that, you know, just squanders money. You know, he does good things with his money, you know, with charity and everything. So, couldn't happen to a better guy. But, um, yeah, if, if, if Poirier wins this one, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be big on him. That'll be huge for, for the Poirier Huge, brand. huge. Yep, so we will see. But all in all, it's going to be a good fight regardless. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, also, um, mm-hmm. quick little mm-hmm. interesting note. Uh, Blueface. Oh, yes. Uh, apparently, you're going to be doing some uh, BKFC. So, that's going to be interesting. That is strange to me. BKFC just staying relevant. So, if you guys into New Age rappers, Blueface is going to be doing some BKFC. So, there is that. So um yeah, that's pretty much uh pretty much it for Fight Talk. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Be sure to check out all our, our social media stuff, everything that we got going on. This is uh Isaac Boys Podcast. Isaac Boys out. Alright guys, I know you've been waiting for it. So here it is. This week's code for the giveaway is IB six L a five the code again is i b six l a five enter that into your giveaway link to get additional entries for the giveaway you're welcome guys enjoy listening to the podcast well consider becoming a supporter as a supporter you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions ranging from a dollar to ten dollars based on your budget your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing bringing you great content go to anchor.fm forward slash vivn to find out how you can become a supporter all contributions are greatly appreciated